T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning, Charles. Hi, Don. Nice to be with you. Yeah, absolutely. So take me through it. I, you know, I know that uh, you're talking about it. As far as Shapiro's broken promises, as far as the budget, and take me through. We've we've seen this battle, and many people are surprised by the fact that Democrats turned on Shapiro. He promised to line item veto it. Um, take me through it. Sure. Well, Don. Here's the most important thing for everybody to understand. This is not over. As you have stated, Governor Shapiro made a promise during the campaign that he would provide lifeline scholarships to children in the 15% of the worst performing schools in Pennsylvania. What that means in plain English is five or $10,000, depending on their grade level in an account that these children can use to go to a great school. That is a life changing investment. It's so important. And I, I saw the inquirer article that you mentioned this morning to call denying those children that opportunity a misstep, I think is the understatement of the millennium. But that's, but that's beside the point. Okay. But, but he made that promise during the campaign. Lawmakers specifically put together a bill according to what his, uh, he and his office asked for. Uh, there was a, a deal between the two parties to get this done. And, and as you stated, he has announced that he wants to now veto his own priority. Now, we can get into the reasonings for that, but here's here's the most important thing. He has not even done that yet. All he has done is made an announcement because he doesn't have the bill on his desk yet because there are principled leaders who love children and want to help them in our state Senate, led by Senate President Pro Tem Kim Ward, Mm -hmm. who are holding the bill. He cannot veto it. This is not over. He has not vetoed it. And there is more work that needs to be done this summer in the context of what I think all Americans actually want, which is bipartisan agreement and compromise on a series of other bills that are all part of the Pennsylvania budget. There is still an opportunity for Governor Shapiro to find his head and to keep his promise, not to Republicans, not to the Commonwealth Foundation, not to you and me, but to the most vulnerable children in our state who need help. Well, it's well put. And, you know, essentially what you're saying is there you're keeping hope alive that Shapiro could pull this thing out. But it's it's really, man, it shows you the strength and the power of the teachers union, which I think that's ultimately why Democrats are pressuring Shapiro to say, don't you know, don't don't go here because we need the teachers union leadership, not necessarily teachers, um, because I, I think there are a lot of teachers who just like you're saying, 
They they want the right thing to happen for children. But uh, ultimately, so ultimately, you know, this is in Harrisburg. Is are you thinking that Shapiro is working, you know, with his team in a bipartisan way behind the scenes to still make this happen? Because we're hearing that that he had said he would line item veto the thing, even if it's in the budget. Yeah, that is what he said. <laughs> and that is a reversal from his campaign yes. promise. And and you know what? A man who's reversed once can reverse again. And, you you know, you mentioned Harrisburg and you mentioned teachers, Dawn. I grew up in Delaware County. My mom's a teacher. I think great teachers are a tremendous blessing to children. Yes. In fact, my, my wife runs a school. Okay. So, like, nobody's a bigger fan of people who are involved in education than me because nobody's a bigger fan of my wife than me. Okay. Aww. So, you're, you're dead right, okay? There's a big difference between teachers and people who are engaged in the process of helping children and school unions. And you are absolutely correct. It's the school unions who are leading the opposition to this. It's not Josh Shapiro or anybody else. It is the school unions. And they've invested about $200 million in the last 15 years to try to control our politics in Pennsylvania. Now, that's the bad news because every, every dollar they invest, they're investing for a purpose that that I abhor and I think you abhor, and that is to keep children in schools where they're not safe and where they're not learning. Here's the good news. They're really bad at spending that money because all they got for it is a one-vote majority in the House of Representatives and a governor who has promised both sides <laughs> that that he'll be with them. Yes. And if that's the best you can get for $200 million, boy, you, you, better, you better find a new business. And that's why I believe there's an opportunity. As you mentioned, my organization, Commonwealth Foundation, we have an office in Harrisburg. We are at the foot of the Capitol steps. We talk to lawmakers all the time. We know the ins and outs of the legislature and of this process. And here's what we know. There are Democrats who understand that their constituents need Lifeline scholarships. They have voted for it in the past. They have supported it. They've co-sponsored it. Uh, they've they've uh, you know gone to meetings with schools in their districts. And those are the people who can go to Governor Shapiro and say, look, I, I understand that there's these powerful organizations out there. I understand that there's some people in our party who disagree, but it's time to go back to the table and get something done for the children in our district. Those, it's, I, it, I, think it's, I have to be careful, Dawn, about painting with too broad a brush. Mm-hmm. I've been very honest with you about the power of the school unions, yes. but not all Democrats are the same. There, and there are some Democrats who bow the knee to teachers' unions when they get out of bed in the morning. But there are some who understand, and it is those people who I believe hold hold the hope. And I'll, I'll give you one other example. In your listening area is Montgomery County. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm a Delco guy myself, but I'm aware that this Montgomery County place exists. Uh, our House <laughs> Majority Leader hails from Montgomery County. His name is Matt Bradford. And if you really dig into the, 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 the gory details of how Harrisburg works, here's what you'll discover. This gentleman, the House Majority Leader, who is acknowledged in the Inquirer and other places as, as leading the opposition to Lifeline Scholarships, in addition to running a caucus that has received all this money from the school unions, his law firm, he has a side gig at a law firm, receives money from teachers, or excuse me, from school districts mm-hmm. who oppose all of these kinds of measures he's that's a conflict of interest like that's that's the reality of what we're dealing with and i say that to say i'm i'm well aware of how difficult this battle is i've dedicated my life to it and i know all the ins and outs of 
of these people. But I still stand by what I said at the top of this segment, which is this battle is not over, not because I don't want it to be over, Mm -hmm. not because I believe in wishful thinking, but because there are more bills that have to get done this summer that include things that are very, very important to the governor, where there's going to have to be the kind of thing for which the people of Pennsylvania overwhelmingly sent Josh Shapiro to Harrisburg. And that is bipartisan compromise and getting things done. As you said, thus far, he gets a failing grade for getting stuff done. And this was thoroughly mishandled and and just very disappointing. Yeah. But it's not over and he can fix it. And we call upon him to do so. And by the way, if your listeners want to be part of that, I encourage them to go to fundlifeline.com. That's fundlifeline.com, where they can send a message to their lawmakers to say, enough of this nonsense. Let's help these kids. And we're talking to Charles Mitchell, who's president and CEO, chief executive officer for the Commonwealth Foundation. And I know that you, you have Delco. I was married. I, my husband, Delco, born Larry Menti, married St. Philomena's. So I know that uh, you grew up in the Philadelphia suburbs. And I did. I grew up <laughs> seeing both of you on TV. Like, this is like the dream to talk to you about this this morning. But, you know, I love that you you are filled with hope as you talk about this, because I am, too. And I even think that for Governor Josh Shapiro, who grew up in, you mentioned Montgomery County, Abington, and and is a product of, you know, going to faith-based schools. I know his kids went right. to a hybrid of public schools, but also faith-based private schools. So he knows this well. And he also knows that even though union, maybe some leadership might might be opposed to this. I suspect a lot of teachers support this kind of thing because ultimately it's good for teachers. It's good for kids. You think about the teachers shortages. There was just another study about about principals and even Pennsylvania principals uh, leaving at record rates. We have teacher shortages. And I think the hot mess that we're in with schools, that's part of it, is it not? I mean, you know, with your wife, you know, running a school and, and your background as well with teachers. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and there's overwhelming bipartisan support for what we're talking about, for lifeline scholarships, for giving these children and their families money in an account where they can choose a school where they're going to be safe. And, I'll, you know, I, you mentioned the Philadelphia area. I agree with you. I believe Governor Shapiro does understand the nature of the problem, particularly in the Philadelphia area, and it's replicated in the smaller cities around our state and in some rural areas, by the way, I believe he understands the problem. And I believe we all also understand the solution. And I'll I'll just give you a quick example of what I mean by that. I recently went to a a wonderful Catholic high school in the Hunting Park neighborhood of Philadelphia called Little Flower, Little Flower High School. Little Flower was built for 2,000 students. They have 500. And I met a young lady there. Her name is Jazz, who told me, how fortunate she was to be there, how her life had been changed and how unsafe and and not learning at all she would have been if she were at the school down the street, which if I regaled you with all the statistics of what happens to students at that school, you would cry, and as would I. But Jazz got a scholarship from a private organization in Montgomery County to go to that school, and she was so thankful for it. And when she heard that there was this effort in our state capitol to create these lifeline scholarships for students like her, she was just blown away. And here's why, because she has two siblings, younger siblings, who if they don't get 
some kind of scholarship because of the the nature of their family. They're uh, they're immigrants from another country, and they've they've had a great deal. Of, they work hard, but they've had a great deal of uh, of, of challenges, and they they simply can't afford the real cost of of a, of a safe school for her two younger siblings. If we don't get this done, it's not about Republicans and Democrats. It's about Jazz's siblings. Jazz's siblings deserve a chance. And there are many, many other children like them across Pennsylvania. And that's why we can't relent. We have to continue to voice to our elected officials in Harrisburg that especially in an era when there is so much bipartisan support for this, yes, there are some noisy special interests who are saying no. It is what it is. And there's some people who are going to vote with them. But I genuinely believe if and when there's a fair vote and a fair negotiation between Governor Shapiro and the legislature, we can get this done and we must. Amen. So what's what's the next step uh, as far as and I know there's a lot going on behind the scenes, but as you keep hope alive here, (laughs) Charles Mitchell, what's the next step? As, as far as who's pressuring Shapiro, and there, there is a ton of pressure on him, and I, and I have no doubt there, there's a lot going on behind the scenes as well. I think that sometimes they are looking at the, the internal polling, and I know, for example, here in Philadelphia, just to give an example, in some of the neighborhoods where the schools have uh, not just teacher shortages, book shortages, asbestos issues, um, you know, the low test scores in the in the so-called black and brown community, these type of lifeline scholarships are very popular with voters and something that parents are passionate about. So is that kind of polling or pressure being put on Shapiro to reverse once again? Yes. Yes, it is. And and that pressure is is very important. This is one of the encouraging things about the business that I'm in on is I've seen many, many times the voices of constituents actually matter, particularly to your state representative and your state senator. And, you know, I'm from the Philadelphia area, so I can say this with love. Most people I grew up with have no earthly idea who their state representative is or who their state senator is, but they get upset about the direction of our country. They They get upset about, for example, a betrayal of vulnerable black and brown children, which is what this is. Let's call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Uh, there's both a problem and an opportunity there. The problem is most people are not engaged with actually pushing for change in these matters. The good news is the people who make these decisions are actually very accessible to you, and they care about what you think. And if you want them to listen to you, and if you want them to listen to the bipartisan majority in our state instead of to special interests, well, there's something very simple you can do about it, which is to talk to them. And that's why I mentioned earlier, you can go to fundlifeline.com. The Commonwealth Foundation will make it very easy for you. We'll give you all the contact information. We'll tell you how to talk to your lawmakers. And they care about what you have to say. The more that they hear from people in their districts over the course of this summer, the more likely it is that we can right this wrong and fix this problem. There are no, as you might have seen in the um, inquiry this morning, yes. there's no negotiation happening right now because of how le- legislators feel that Governor Shapiro broke their trust. And that's a terrible thing. That's a terrible thing for our state and for our country to have that go on. But at some point this summer, there will be negotiations. There have to be negotiations because our state needs a budget and our school districts need funding. As, as of now, 
there's no bill in place to fund not just the schools that that I'd like uh, people like Jazz's siblings to go to, but you know Lower Marion or wherever the the district mm-hmm. schools. There's no budget in place. They're going to have to find each other's phone numbers, these politicians in Harrisburg, and they're going to have to get something done. And so although I know, you know, this is a time of year to get on the shore and turn off and all that stuff, and I'm, I'm for that, this year we need to have a different kind of summer. We need to have a summer where we're using resources like FundLifeline.com to contact these lawmakers and tell them, you need to get this done, you need to restart these negotiations, and you need to do right by the most vulnerable children in our commonwealth. Yeah, it's beautifully said. I know Little Flower well. I've you know many relatives who who um, went there. I will also say my final piece um, that I'll that I'll just tee up for you, Charles Mitchell's. We talked to the CEO of Commonwealth Pennsylvania. Is when I think about the crime in Philadelphia and all of the studies, and th- there are studies that I could cite that go back decades. But fairly recent studies, even looking at the connection between education and reducing recidivism as far yes. as prison, can you yes. just? I know that you've written about that in the past, and yes. that you, can you talk, can you just expound upon that? You bet. Here's how I look at it. You look at our state. You know the the issue at hand is our state budget. Number one, two, three line items in that, or not line items, but chunks of that budget. Number one, most people think is education. It's not. It's welfare. Number two is education. And number three is corrections, criminal justice, prisons. Those things are all interrelated. As any uh, fair-minded inquiry will show you, if you don't have a great education, you are likely to end up engulfed in those other parts of government, whether it's the criminal justice system, whether it's the welfare system, or, or often both. And that's why, you know, one of my heroes in this fight, uh, this fight for educational opportunity, he says, uh, a choice is a chance. I think that's just a great way to to think about it in your mind. A choice is a chance. There is no, there are no silver bullets in this world, but there is no better way to ensure that a young person will have the opportunity to flourish and to not be part of the criminal justice system or the welfare system, but in fact, to be part of the American dream than to make sure they have a great education. That's that's just common sense, I think. But as you correctly say, Don, lots of studies have shown that. And I, I don't think it's a coincidence that we have such profound safety issues now in places like Philadelphia, where, you know, I mean, I used to I used to just walk around all parts of of, uh, of Center City yeah. day or night and not even think about it. Right. But you know, yeah. people don't do that now. Yeah. It is not it is not a coincidence that we're having that in an era where we have allowed certain it's not all of them but certain schools to decay yes. over decades into places that people like you and I and Governor Shapiro and Majority Leader Bradford would never ever ever send our children. We shouldn't force anyone else to do so either. That's well, beautifully said, Charles Mitchell. Thank you so much um, for coming on, and I hope we can revisit this and follow up um, maybe in a couple weeks. But I hope and pray that that you're right and that we can keep hope alive here and that we can get it done. So thank you for giving out all that information as far as where people can go. We, we're, we're fighters, right? We're loyal to the fight, and I think we got to fight this one to the bitter end. Charles Mitchell, thank you so much for joining me this morning. 
Thank you, Don. Keep it up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.